Streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is The Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217. Or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. Thank you, John. John, um, do you have a shotgun? (laughs) I don't have a shotgun, no. Well, if you did, you could just blast that damn computer of yours. Right. What happened? It just froze up at the wrong time? I I went, I hit to go live, and it went, nope, (laughs) and booted us. You know, back in the good old days when uh, we had Model Ts, sometimes on a Model T, that's a car, by the way. Yes, I'm uh, familiar. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't start. You just gave a real good kick in the slats. That's what my grandpa used to say. Just give her a kick in the slats. And very often it would work. You just kick it in the grill and boom, away she would go. Uh, well, you know, the, the next time that your computer freezes up, just give her a good kick in the slats, okay? All right. As soon as, I can, way, as soon as I can find the slats, and just my luck, I'll go to kick them, and they won't be working at that particular moment. Anyway, I'm thank. Listen, can I just give I'm you? A, I, I want to give you a round of applause. You rolled with the punches on that. Well done, sir. <laughs> listen, um, our old friend uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> hey, hey, Karma here, right? That guy's come down with COVID. Now, I mean, you don't wish COVID on anybody, but. I guess if ever there was anybody who deserves to have COVID, it's got to be Joe Rogan, who, for the past several weeks, has been advising his some 13 million listeners. Don't ask me why he'd have that many. The guy's got the IQ of a mosquito. But anyway, uh, some 13 million listeners. Uh, that you're, this uh, COVID is not really serious, particularly if you're young. Don't bother masking up. Don't bother distancing might wash your hands as well, but uh, whatever you do, don't get vaccinated. So he goes down, he takes a few days off. Guess where the guy goes? I mean, he's a real bonehead, right? He went to Florida, which, I mean, the, 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 the COVID incidence is so bad in Florida that the, the bodies are being stacked up like cordwood, for God's sake. So he goes down to Florida, and guess what? He comes back with COVID. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Uh, I have a question here. Mr. Prime Minister, that would be Justin Trudeau. How exactly, sir, do you intend to make vaccines mandatory? Let's let's just examine this, just for the hell of it, okay? Be specific, please, Mr. Prime Minister. How do you intend to force somebody who doesn't want the vaccine to get the vaccine? How, how do you intend to do that? Do you uh, haul the anti-vaxxer off to a clinic, jail, uh, tie them down or somehow constrain them and uh, against their will give them a vaccine shot? Not once, but twice. Is that what you're going to do? You know, the fact of the matter is you can try persuasion all you want. You can make as many penalties as you want. But some people will just absolutely refuse to be vaccinated. That's Let's just decide that, eh? Which means that if indeed you are advocating mandatory vaccinations, you must be prepared to that person by force, probably out of their home, by force. What do you do? Have special vaccine police? (laughs) Haul them off someplace or perhaps do it right there. But very clearly, you are going to have to constrain them, tie them down. I don't know. Maybe administer some sort of sedative. 
uh, and then give them the jab, and they're going to have to do this not once but twice? Is that Are you really prepared to do that? Now, this is a very important question. Let me explain why. Justin Trudeau, our esteemed prime minister, went on the vaccine offensive this morning in Toronto, claiming that not only is he in favor of mandatory vaccinations for everybody, while Aaron O'Toole says he will honor people's choice, but those uh, who are anti-vaxxed, they must be prepared to suffer the consequences. That's what what O'Toole says. Trudeau says this, this, uh, O'Toole's attitude that they'll have a choice on this, that he won't make it mandatory, uh, that this is going to create more lockdowns, it's going to extend the pandemic. And believe it or not, Justin Trudeau, trying to find something, is using this as a major campaign wedge. Trudeau is there pounding his chest, saying, I am going to make vaccines mandatory. Everybody has got to be vaccinated. But there's that son of a gun to O'Toole. He, he, he isn't making, he says people are going to have a choice. Well, I'm going to tell you, says Trudeau, if you're going to have a choice on vaccines, that's just going to extend the pandemic. That's going to mean more lockdowns. It's going to mean more deaths. It's pure nonsense, of course. But believe it or not, I mean, that's becoming the wedge issue now. One guy's the toughie, the toughie when it comes to vaccines. The other guy is a real softie, okay? But I, I am afraid that some people, perhaps some of you, who, who don't think this thing through, will support Trudeau because he will enforce mandatory vaccinations, or so he says. But very clearly, Trudeau will not, not enforce mandatory vaccines. Nobody will. Nobody would dare to do this. This would be a kind of totalitarian state. Let me ask you this. A lot of you people out there, with the best of intentions, I know, maybe just haven't thought it through. A lot of you people out there say, I support mandatory mandatory vaccinations. Are, are you really prepared to allow some sort of police or somebody to go into people's homes, yank them from their homes, have them kicking and screaming and cursing and swearing and, and, and give them, I don't know, a sedative and, and give them vaccines? Not once, but you're prepared to do that twice? I don't think so. Nobody in Canada would, would, would allow that. We would, not, we would not be honest with yourself. Would you allow that? I, on television, CTV tonight, you're going to see somebody dragged out of their home against their will, kicking and screaming, and people are going to be there and jabbing them with and, and uh, you're really prepared to see that tied down constraint because you would have to. I mean, obviously, somebody really is objecting to this. You're going to have to constrain them. Put shackles on them, chains. What do you I mean? How are you going to do this, Mr. Prime Minister? And it's a very important question because this apparently has become the wedge issue now. Mandatory versus, versus O'Toole's choice. Now, O'Toole says, listen, I'm going to give you a choice. Well, I can't force you to be vaccinated, which is absolutely right. But if you choose not to be vaccinated, there are going to be consequences. And in some cases, provincial governments are spelling these consequences out. In other cases, it's private business. But since so told, you have a choice. And you do, even though you may lose your job. This is a choice. Some employers are saying, if you won't get vaccinated, I'm going to fire you. But that, that, that you still have a choice. Nobody is going to enforce mandatory vaccinations. If we can get that clear, please. 
Let me let me ask you. Would you support mandatory vaccinations? Vaccinating people twice against their will? Would you support that? Then how can the prime minister say that he supports that? And I and I ask once again the prime minister of this country, the man who is in charge of making laws for us. Are you prepared, sir, to enforce a law that says that people will be vaccinated against their will, even if it requires constraints of some kind or sedation of some kind? Mr. Prime Minister, is this what you're saying? Are we going to have vaccination police, sir? We're going to have people going around with needles that uh, are going to jab it into people who shout and scream they don't want it? Really? I'd be very, very surprised. So let me put the question to you, my audience. Many of you claim you favor mandatory vaccinations. You probably do so in good faith, perhaps without really thinking it through. Are you really willing to go into someone's home, remove them by force, tie them down, constrain them somehow, amid shouting and kicking and screaming in all probability, and administer a shot. Not once, but twice? I don't think so. So what you are saying exactly is what O'Toole is saying. You will have a choice. There will be consequences. Your All choices have consequences. I went through this yesterday. That's what O'Toole is saying. And in fact, that's really what Trudeau was saying. Trudeau's lying through his teeth. And sadly, you know, the reporters aren't, aren't sort of taking them up on this. I mean, if, if you had a reporter out there with any sort of guts to stand up to the son of a bitch, they would say, Mr. Trudeau, to what lengths are you prepared to go to enforce mandatory vaccinations? Are you prepared to confine people somehow or other? Are you prepared to constrain them, sedate them in order to give them this? Is this? But no reporter will ever ask Trudeau that. Surely, surely to God, that should be a question. All right, um, what, what what's your feeling here, folks? I have several other topics, but if you have any any thoughts on this, will you do you really support mandatory vaccinations, or do you agree with O'Toole that there should be a choice? You must give people a choice that we cannot force people, compel people by force, because that's what it would require. Would you agree with O'Toole on this, or do you agree with the Prime Minister that we should force people? And if you want to force people, please tell me how you plan to do that. Uh, John, any uh, texts coming in there yet? We do, and I should uh, just point out to you and to the audience that uh, when we came back on after the computer issue, uh, Lowell's mic is a little choppy, but we can make out what you're saying, Lowell, just fine. So no problem there, but I just want to make the audience aware that we are aware of that. 613-413-2217 is the number. You can post on Facebook, on Twitch, and on YouTube. We will see the comment, and I'll get it on my list and try and get it on for Lowell. Here we go. From 613-413-2217, I know the frustrating feeling regarding computer freeze-ups. I regularly play a high-level golf game online last Last night, I forfeited an important match due to a computer glitch. Aw, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, He hasn't said mandatory vaccines. He said non-vaccinated won't be allowed in planes, etc. Big difference, says Ben. Julie says, not at all. And some can't get the shot for medical reasons. Such a crazy idea. Bob on Facebook says, Lowell did a great job on the Rob Snow Show this morning by paying a very honorable tribute to Pierre Bork. 
Uh, Peter says, Trudeau gave comments some months ago he wouldn't do vaxes. Got the video clip. He er, got the video clip. He got to do something. Pound his chest. Now that's funny. What chest? Okay. Ann says, what's with the superhero stance of the TVA debate, Superman JT? Mike adds, they are saying they need 90% of people vaccinated now. How are we going to reach herd immunity? Another comment says, Trudeau's pushing vaxes and pushing O'Toole on gun rights. He should change the criminal code back to carding. That's what we had in the late 90s for police to tougher gun laws instead of the gangster bangers having more rights than others. And a comment from Joshua, here's the hypocrisy of vaccines and the passports that go with them. While Ontario's program insists that dining room customers be fully vaccinated, it does not make the same requirement of restaurant staff, opening the possibility that unvaccinated people could serve the vaccinated. So you have to be vaccinated to help pay someone's salary, but the salary that's earner doesn't have to be vaccinated? That's not true. No, excuse me. Mm-hmm. That's not true. The, the staff will have to be vaccinated as well. I don't know where that information came from. It's not correct. And, and as for, um, uh, I'm surprised that more people aren't commenting. I just want to point out that Trudeau made a very major speech this morning in Toronto, during which he raised this whole issue of vaccination as a wedge issue, or he hopes to be a wedge issue. His claim is that he is the guy that's going to insist that everybody be vaccinated, in other words, mandatory, whereas, and he used this word, O'Toole says that people will have a choice. He will give people a choice. The fact of the matter is that Trudeau, no matter what he says, cannot, no one would ever suggest that there be uh, vaccines administered by force. And I would like some of my listeners to respond to that question. Are you prepared to force people, compel people, even through force, to be vaccinated? Because that's that's the going issue. Now, Trudeau may not come right out and exactly say mandatory, but he's making it very plain, plain that he is the guy that's very, very tough. And I, I repeat, the reason I'm raising this is that he is raising this as a major wedge issue. He issued a major, rather lengthy statement about this this morning in a special press conference this morning in Toronto. So when you see what he said this morning, the implication is clear. Trudeau portrays himself as this really tough guy. With him, everybody's going to have to get vaccinated. Translation, mandatory. Whereas you've got O'Toole, who is soft on it. He is going to allow people to have their choice. I would really like to hear from some of you. Are you personally prepared to make vaccinations mandatory to what lengths are you prepared to subject to subject people to in order to do this shields got to get a word in here an abbreviated program although we'll we'll go a little bit longer if you want because we got on a little bit late uh once again i just want to remind you that shields is alerting us that all appliance dealers not just i want to make this plain that this is a notice that's gone out to every single appliance dealer in Canada, not just Ontario, in Canada. And that is that starting next year, only those appliances, I'm talking household appliances, freezers, fridges, etc., only those appliances that uh, have the Energy Star level will be allowed to be sold. This discounts about 75% of refrigerators, washers, and many other items, all right? The lower-priced items, in many cases, are not energy or not energy star level. They're going to ban all of that. They will not be allowed to be sold. And the, the, the message that I have to you is, if you need an appliance, you will need an appliance. You don't want to have one of these energy star, these very expensive ones. If you want a, a more reasonably priced 
good idea to do it now. Give give Shields a call. They'll explain the whole thing to you. This is a notice that has gone out from the government of Canada. So here we go again. Government of Canada increasing the cost of living. You've got to factor in the price, the cost of appliances and the cost of living, don't you? Well, they're going to increase the cost of appliances considerably starting next year. More text coming in, John, please. Yes, and again, we apologize. There's a bit of static on Lowell's mic, but I know the listeners are rolling through it because they're commenting. We've got Cheryl saying, no, I'm not in favor of mandatory vaccinations. We still live in a democratic country. Darlene thank says, you. thank you for the voice of reason, Lowell. Since I can't listen to Trudeau, I hadn't learn, heard about the mandatory vaccines, but I completely agree with you and with O'Toole. You have a choice, but you need to face the consequences. Mike says, uh, he's saying he can hear your microphone fine. Good. Jennifer says, incentives work. My employer gave three days paid for uh, effects from the vaccines and all the anti-vaxxers lined up for their shot. Now my workplace, which always had cases, is virtually COVID-free. David on Facebook says, Trudeau will go as far as the polls will take him. The conservatives have the right idea on vaccines. Murray says, main political parties and everyone working with them have been telling nothing but lies for years. Uh, On Twitch, a comment, I could not imagine mandatory vaccinations, mandatory vacations instead. Peter says, we need to be able to choose. Yeah, I am too. Peter says, we need to be able to choose. That's it. Janet says, my body, my choice. Peter says, no to force. More people registered for first shot since yesterday. I'm fully vaxxed, but if you don't get it, then deal with the issues of not being vaxxed. And finally on Twitch, Chrissy says, do not support mandatory vaccinations. Uh, They do this, then that opens up another can of worms with other topics. Good. People are beginning to realize. I don't think that a lot of people realize what the word mandatory really means. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this a great deal, and it suddenly dawned on me, wait a minute. You can't have it mandatory. We're not going to haul people off to some some form of jail or, or confinement and give them a shot not once, but we're not going to do that. This country would not allow that. I mean, they might be able to do this in China. I'm sure they could do it in North Korea. They might be able to do it in Cuba, but you could not do this in, in Canada. So the next time you hear Trudeau talking about how tough he's going to be, et cetera, et cetera, with the vaccines, just keep in mind, he's lying through his teeth, okay? There's no way he's going to make it mandatory. He could not. Nobody could in this country. I want to deal with another issue here briefly. Damn it. Here we go again with the new civic hospital. More opposition. You know what? In the end, I bet you dollars to donuts. This thing is not going to get built. Not for years and years. Not in my lifetime. Maybe not in yours, John. More opposition <coughs> Excuse me. to locating it near Dowsley. The Liberal candidate for Ottawa Centre, the esteemed Yasser Nakhli, says he's very concerned about the plans, even though this is one of the guys that, that, that helped create, create the, the whole controversy, for God's sake. He was in favour of the plans, but now he's, he's having second thoughts. But more than that, please, if you get a chance, read Kelly Egan's column in The Sun today. Kelly is, uh, is on to something very important. He's paying very close attention here, which most reporters in this city are not. Very interesting article in The Sun about the exorbitant cost of underground parking. The original plans were for underground parking for about 2,500 cars. Um, as Kelly Egan points out, we're looking at probably cost close to $200 million extra dollars of taxpayers' dollars to do that. And he's not even sure if you could. It's very unstable land there. Apparently the water table is quite high, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it, you know, the whole thing is so crazy, okay? I mean, already we're seeing hundreds of millions extra dollars. 
We're seeing beautiful trees, apparently, going to be cut down. Very unstable land. Uh, polluted land, apparently there's a good deal of pollution. Nobody knows who's going to clean that up. We've already had about two years delay in building this thing. Probably going to be more delays. It's going to be built about a kilometer away from the, the Hart Institute. But the other aspect is this. And Kelly Egan pointed this out a couple of weeks ago in one of his columns. And that is that if we located it where everybody with a brain wants it, just across the street, you could use the existing parking that's now there for the Civic Hospital. You might have to expand it a little bit, but there's no way that you would have to build another 2,500-car garage. If you put it across the street, you can use the parking that's available right now. So you would lower the cost greatly just, just doing that. Uh, so the whole thing, all of this, all of this, please keep in mind, just to thumb their nose for the liberals, to thumb their nose at the conservatives. The, the choice across the street was made by a panel of 12 health and hospital experts. They sat down, they examined all the possible sites, and unanimously they said, the only location, proper location here, is just across the street. We would still be affiliated with the Heart Institute. The parking could be used here, et cetera, et cetera. It's all the advantages. It was the damn liberals who said, oh, well, gee, this land was deeded to the hospital by, by John Baird. He's a conservative. We can't do that. So you know what happened. So all of this, folks, just to thumb their nose at the conservatives. What a, what a shame. What a disgrace. And the longer this is delayed, the more lives will be lost and the higher the cost. You know that every year there's a delay, the cost of anything in this country goes up God knows how much. A hell of a lot, okay? And, I mean, it's just, it, you know what? They've just opened a can of worms. You, you mark my words, but around a long time. That site is, un, the site they have chosen near Dow's Lake is unsuitable. The land is, <clears throat> excuse me, the land is unstable. The water table is very high there. Uh, the, apparently the soil is polluted. I, I went through all of this. I, I'll bet you dollars to donuts in the end. Either there'll be a huge delay and a huge cost overrun, or they won't build it there at all. All because a couple goddamn liberals wanted to thumb their nose at the conservatives. And in the process, they thumb their nose at taxpayers. Excuse me, the old voice is usual giving out. Uh, Centennial Glass. Here we go again. Here is a, a company that's been around a long time, since 1967, as a matter of fact, which is a long time. They've done very, very well because they do business the right way. Glass of any kind. Glass repairs, screen repairs, windows, doors, glass mirrors, glass furniture, custom-made glass furniture. Whether it's a major job, a hotel, restaurant, or simply uh, you, you, somebody has fired a golf ball through your window. Give Centennial Glass a call. They're good people. Prices are very fair. Warranty the best in the business. Centennial Glass, Industrial Avenue, Ottawa, and in good old Renfrew. John, any more texts there? Yes, we do. Apparently, they said today they are not going to go forward with underground parking, just according to someone on our Twitch feed. Well, yeah, that's what Kelly Egan says. This. I mean, the, the cost and the problems uh, are just prohibitive of having underground parking. So this means that in addition to everything else, we're going to have this big, ugly, above-ground parking lot down near Dow's Lake. Beautiful, beautiful. Where I just repointed out, there is already an above-ground parking lot at the present Civic now, which could be used if we dislocated across the street. Damn liberals. Go ahead, John. Terry says across the street is the only common-sense choice, but liberals never use common sense. 
Okay, I think back to our first conversation. Mike says, with so many people unable to get the vaccine, how else are we to achieve herd immunity? Not that I want to force people, but the fact is we need that 10% of people to step up. I can't believe these people still think the way they do after more than 5 million people already vaccinated. Hazel says, did mandatory not include polio, etc., when all children have to be vaccinated? What's the difference? To save a country from themselves. Not a Trudeau fan by any stretch. Nothing to do with him. Uh, Common sense, which he has not got. I just want to point something out. Vaccinations for for children, including polio, was never mandatory. Uh, Now, it meant that you couldn't go to school. But some people, some people for various reasons, chose not to get their children vaccinated. But in many cases, most cases, they had to homeschool. But they still had a choice. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot force people. This is not Cuba. This is not North Korea. This is not China. You can't force people to be vaccinated. You can provide them with consequences, strict consequences, including losing your job, but you can't force them to do it. I'd be surprised if there's anybody out there prepared to actually say you're prepared to go into a home, take somebody against their will, kicking and screaming, and force them to have a vaccine twice. I I, I doubt if there's a single Canadian who would agree with that. So when, when you hear Trudeau saying this, please keep this in mind. The guy, once again, lying through his teeth. Now... We're running short of time. I just want to point something else out. I'm, I'm going to give you very frequent comments on this because nobody else is doing this. Nobody else is doing this, okay? Please go to IESO. This is the government's own site that tells you how much power we are burning in Ontario at any given hour, one hour by hour, and where it's coming from. Now, at noon today, I didn't check at 1 o'clock, but at noon today, Ontario was burning... 15,400 kilowatts. It's a rather a, a, low, a light load, okay? Now, wind, it's a fairly breezy day. Wind, as of noon today, was producing 70 kilowatts. That's roughly enough to power carp, maybe Dunrobin. That is less than one-half of 1%. 42 wind farms cost us billions of dollars, continue to cost us billions. Right now, at noon at least, they were producing less than one-half of 1% of everything we need. Solar, don't forget, 15,400 kilowatts being burned. Solar was providing 328. That is a little bit less than 2%. So, folks, today, wind and solar combined, producing less than 3%. I just thought I'd leave that with you. We have spent billions for this. We have driven 100,000 jobs out of the province because of the high cost of electricity. We have made many people electricity poor. And what are we getting today? A little bit less than 3%. I want to thank the environmentalists out there. I want to thank the liberals. I want to thank the NDP. And I want to thank the Green Party. You have given us something really, really wonderful. A little bit less than 3%. Thank you all. We'll be back on Monday. Have a good weekend. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green podcast. 
This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.